Hey, what's going on? This is Headphone Joe. Brennan, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome, 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 Brennan. We're not going to get to it later, so I feel like this is an appropriate place. How did you feel about seeing your team get a big victory so, the other day? let's get into it. Since Joe didn't put it on the rundown, I was going to bring it up sooner or later. Why not sooner? <laughs> You're listening to Cheers from the Press Box, and we're going to talk all Jags all the time, baby. Yeah, we're not going to do that, folks. I Knocked allow the it. Colts out. Trevor Lawrence finally, finally looked like the Trevor Lawrence we thought we were getting. We say that, Marvin but he Jones. only like 200-something yards. Like, he wasn't that I know, impressive. but I'm just saying, I'm saying the... Not making as many of those crazy mistakes. Um, some of those passes were really like on the money. And yeah. he's been up and down. He's shown flashes this year, but it's always like followed by like forcing throws and interceptions. And you're like, what the fuck is going I on? I will say the most impressive thing he did was uh, the touchdown pass to Marvin Jones, where like he had to catch Dude. the ball out of the midair because it was a bad snap. Caught bad, it. I was going to say, yeah, away. bad snap. And that's that's the kind of like we expected to see a lot more of those flashes. Um, but I was happy for him because this was like a full game where he put it all together. I mean, it was the last game of the season. But nothing's better than knocking the Colts out of the playoffs. Hopefully, we'll get rid of Trent Baalke, uh just because I don't think he's leading the team in the right direction. But it was awesome. I don't know it was great why, to okay, see. Can, can we talk? Uh, what's the issue with Trent? He just got there. I know. There's a part of me too that agrees with you, and there's a big part of me that actually agrees with you. And I'm like, hey, he's kind of like Trent Baalke designed the 49ers that went to the Super Bowl. But then there's this, and yeah, and it's still a lot of his players there that are uh, playing well. It's just, there's a small part of me that's my mentality where everyone's like, yeah, get them the fuck out of here. I'm like, yeah, get them out of here. <laughs> but um, no, you're right. He just got there. I, I, I'm interested to see what he does in this draft because I actually, other than the um, uh, ETN Hutchinson. pick, oh. other than the ETN pick last year in the first round, I, I was actually really happy with the draft with all the other picks that we had. So I'm excited to see and what he does this year. Yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying is we should have swapped those ETN for Elijah Moore. But uh, I'm excited to see what happens. We've got the number one pick because Detroit put it on Green Bay. So I'm hoping I'm hoping maybe we can get um, trade down for a team that's like in dire need of a pass rusher because there's really only number. There's two. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. This, is not, this, this is not this is not the Jags. Guys. So this I'm hoping that we I can trade down. Bit, I give you an inch. Maybe, take it a mile. Maybe with the Eagles. No, they got three Brent, picks in the first you round. You sent me this theory and it's a, the most cockamamie theory you've ever seen. You guys me. need a pass rusher. You sent me a lot of cockamamie things. But all right, um, let's get to it. The one thing I will say, because Dean prompted this and so it has to be said, I told you if they had to rely on Carson to win a game. He, there's no way he can do it. He was good if he's along for the ride. If he has to be the conductor of the train, everything was going to fall off like Farzad's train. If you heard that episode, you'd understand. <laughs> so without further ado, so folks, we're going to get into the kickoff. It is a long, heavy NFL pod. Um, we're going to do the kickoff a little different. In the one more round, we're going to preview some of the matchups for the playoffs. So we're going to talk about less games that actually happen. And then we'll talk about the NBA NHL recap and our two teams. Then we're going to talk about the ending of the college football playoffs. They're currently going on right now. But by the time we get to it, it should be done unless this game goes in OT, which I can't really foresee. Then we're going to talk about some NFL coaches getting fired. With all this jam-packedness, we're going to eschew the walk-offs. And let's get right to it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. The Raiders. The Raiders. Ready? No time it is. Time for the game of the week. Game of the week. So, 
Uh, there was Cult a lot of Jacks. Of, Let's talk about. No, I'm kidding. Right? <laughs> Gave you your time. So this is definitely a game of the week. There's there was a, a lot, lot of riding on this going into uh, this game. Last week, I kind of alluded to it saying, you know, I've heard this weird theory that if the Jags win, that that'll never happen. But if the Jags win and then well, what else needed to happen? It was like the Jags win. I, already I think Miami had to win. It was the Jags. Oh, and then Pittsburgh winning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh would have seated the saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pittsburgh had to win and the Jags had to win. And then if this game became a tie, both the both Chargers and the Raiders it. would make and the And I playoffs. was like, man, that's insane. It's just funny well, they to flexed say, this to the night game. So they, they knew did. they knew what was going on. But they, they nobody thinks that the teams are actually going to tie. Like, you know, because people started saying, should they just kneel on the ball and go for it? Like, no, nobody has pride. No, no. Th- that's a lot of numbers people and a lot of dumb, funny analysts talking, whereas Nobody with pride and spirit is going to go sit on the ball for four, four plus quarters. Um, but then they didn't sit on it for four plus quarters. They a, played for four plus quarters and almost came out with a tie. As fate would have it. The Chargers looked great at the beginning of this game. And then Vegas came in and was like, mm, actually, we're going to we're going to turn this around. I'm. Happy for Vegas, obviously, uh, with the turmoil that their season has been. That's awesome to see them yeah, make the playoffs. We watch games so differently. Um, but what do you mean? I would say Vegas started off hot in that game. And the Chargers started clawing back. Oh, did I have that? Ba- I watched that whole game. Did I have it you backwards? You had that backwards, obviously. Oh. Because the Chargers had to go for like every fourth down in the fourth I'm quarter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking... <laughs> Dude, the blue and yellow. I'm thinking of the next team, the next game that we're going to talk about. Oh, okay. that I'm, one. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm team. thinking in my head. I was like, wait a second. No, you are absolutely 100% right. The next game that we're going to talk about, and the, other the blue team and yellow team got area. way in front. So, and yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. So I, to be honest with you, I wanted this to end in a tie. One, because I fucking did not want the goddamn Steelers in the playoffs. You had that. I had that, by the um, <laughs> And also, I've been rooting. I've been championing the Chargers since I did my tears. Yeah, and they played well a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Here we go! They're finally letting Herbert get rid of the ball. Like they're letting him throw it. Yeah, letting it fly." And it was it was a mess. I mean, he, there was a couple of drops. Did you see that insane stat? He they were like five of six on fourth downs going into overtime. Like that, the last drive, Jeez. it was like fourth and ten, fourth and eight, fourth and twelve, and he kept converting. And I was like, yeah. "This is fate. The Chargers are going to make the playoffs." But, you know, another side of the same corner. I was like, yeah, but I don't want Vegas to miss it. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. Because I've been I've been hammering this point home since about last year um, when Anthony Lynn was the coach. They have that get close and lose gene just built into the fabric. It's woven into the fabric of the uniform at this point. Yeah. They cannot get past themselves. They always are just this close and then they fuck up somehow. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, you wrote on the rundown, what more could they do or what more do they need? And I, I don't, to be honest with you, they've got a great young quarterback. Their offensive line is pretty stout for the most part. They have Eckler at running back and he's real good. The defense, if the defense can stay healthier, maybe, but they're, they look like they had no fight in them by the fourth quarter of that game. Mm-hmm. Like Bosa was like, like pointing fingers and yelling at people. I'm like, just fucking 
play the game. They they need because so the funny thing is uh we all know how the game ended. Uh they call the timeout, everybody's like, ooh, should they have called the timeout? Should they not have? Um and then yeah. Staley's answer to that was he was getting his best run personnel in. And I don't know if you know, Brandon, but they're probably the worst run defense in the league. Yeah, I think in DVOA they're ranked like 29th or 30th in run defense. Yeah. So like they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. So one, it's like, okay, you thought you could get better how? Like you haven't been good ever at this. So who are you, what was this magical person you're going to get in to fix everything? But if there's one thing they do need, it's obviously some type of interior lineman. Yeah. Well, and that was the other big thing too, is everyone thought uh pit boss rich was going to, um, was going to just run the ball and run out the clock because he was like, well, you know, we're not close enough to kick a field goal. Yeah. And then when they called the timeout, there was like a lot of the analysts the next day and talking heads were like, well, that just kind of pissed him off. Like what the, like we're gonna run this ball and run the clock yeah. out, and then you want to call a timeout to replace personnel? Fuck you! We're gonna go. We're gonna fuck you. I was saying the funny thing is they still ran it, but they're just so bad of a run defense that it just went right through them. They're so bad. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. I'm. There's not. I don't know what else the Chargers can do. It's like you said. It's like they're snake bitten. Even when you know Anthony Lynn was there, they were putting together good games, and then the next week you're like, what the hell is happening? Or the they put together a good game and then lose it in the last ten seconds, and you're like, what is happening? Yeah. So I, I don't favorite, know what else they can uh, do. The the Philip Rivers moniker for a while was down by seven, length of the field to go, like a minute left. That was his existence for a while there. Yeah. He ain't making that. He ain't making that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching the game as well. So, the live commentary. We're, uh, we're all over. Um, so yeah, but as far as the Raiders, I, uh, let's let's take some time to commend them. Yeah. On the season they put together, uh, Derek Carr's first time making it to the postseason. Last time he ended up getting hurt, like the last game of the season, broke his leg in the last game of the season. So Rick Basachi, Rich Basachi, um, Carry holding this team together with duct tape and glue after uh, John Freudian slip there. Uh, John Gruden, uh, you know, has his situation. Henry Ruggs has his situation. Their first round uh, corner out of Ohio State. I can't remember. He had the was he the one with the DUI and then the corner from the year previously. He was the one flashing you know, the, the gun the, on social. Yeah, he was flashing the gun on social media. Oh, okay, so it's like, man, they just had like thing after thing after thing after thing, and somehow mm-hmm. they cobbled together a, a respectable record, and they they find themselves playing with a chance. This isn't. This actually speaks to a, a bigger point. What we were talking about last week, and I was really harping on was the fact that. This is the NFL. Like, I'm so tired of people being like, oh, could Alabama beat Jacksonville? It's like, this is the NFL. Everyone's really good. So you just need the opportunity to show that. And I think what Vegas has done is is shown that. Like, yeah, there are bad teams in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. But if you can put it together on any given any given Sunday, you can win. Like, we saw mm-hmm. it with the Jags and the Colts. We saw it with the Raiders this entire season. We've seen it with, with other Jags teams. Bills. Yeah, we've seen it. We see it all the time. So... I, I this just proves the point that the amount of parity in the NFL and that all these fucking guys get paid. Like you make a couple of plays, you could do it too. Like let's go. And uh, I'll say uh, all the ball washing of Justin Herbert. You know they still need to feel field a full team, and their coach needs to give them an actual chance. A couple of games where he went forward and it bit him in the ass. They don't yep. do that then. 
they probably get a win. They probably don't even have to be in that scenario. Yeah. So. Well, and that's the thing too, is in these games, other, you know, it's win or win and you're in. And I love that. I hate when teams like backdoor make it into the playoffs, but mm. I mean, that's the thing is like, they won. They had to win the game to get the playoffs and they won. So good on them. All right. All righty, Brennan. This is the game. Explain yourself, please. So my Rams that I've been rooting for all year up by 21, 21 to nothing. 21. I thought it was 17, nothing. 17, nothing. All right. 17, nothing. I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I was at work and I walked by and I saw, I think I saw it when it was like 14, nothing. I was like, oh, oh. fuck. This game is over, baby. <laughs> like my Rams are going to put it on them. Uh, Stafford had like, what was it? Two quick scores in the mm-hmm. first quarter. He looked great. And then the, was, this was the, t- this was the tale of three games. So the first tale was the Rams. <laughs> yeah. The Rams were all over it. And then San Francisco comes roaring back and you're like, oh, they're going to blow them out. I'd like San Francisco is going to get rolling. That. And then all of a sudden <clears throat> LA gets back into it and then they get tied and it's going to overtime. You're like, wait, I thought what what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Stafford had two picks. Uh, I don't. I'm a believer in Stafford because I used to root for the Lions because I was like the underdog. And Matthew Stafford was. Has he really given pa- us anything to believe in? No, but I'm going to keep doing it. That's like, it. He doesn't, doesn't matter what you believe in. Just believe it. In his career, 10, 12. How many years in is he at this point? 12, I think, because he graduated the same year I did from high school. Uh, but yeah, he was a part of that uh, NCAA 2006 99 Georgia team with no Sean Moreno. God, that team was so stacked in that video game. But uh, <clears throat> I want them to do well. In this, years. 13. 13? Okay, yeah, I was going to say. This, and this goes back to the same point earlier. They, it doesn't matter what you have on paper. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still finished with a really good record comparatively yeah. to how well they played this year because some of those games they barely some of those eked games out. Are just dog games. Yeah. So I, San Francisco is making it into the playoffs, though. So we're going to see we're going to see what happens. But this game itself was up and down. It was craziness. Um, and Shanahan owns McVay. Yeah, I was I was uh, shocked to see this stat that McVay is three and seven against Shanahan. Shanahan has won now five straight against McVay. It's insane. That's crazy. And some of those are with like you got to remember some of those are with like CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins and whatnot. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why it's. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a you know he went to the Super Bowl. He's a good he's a good quarterback, but like that's not. It's not like they have some super team there, and all the injuries we've gone over the last two or three years with them, like the fact that they're always rolling and the Rams yeah. always seem to be pretty healthy and they're always getting rolled. hammered. <laughs> yeah, rolled. It's. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I know we're going to talk about the playoffs a little bit more uh, in one more round, so I don't want to get into that. But this game itself, I mean, it was an exciting game. If you saw it, it was exciting because I watched some of the highlights. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. So question, do you think that if they kept golf, they would be at the same place or worse? Um, I mean, there's the Stafford fan in me wants to be like, no, they'd be way worse, but they'd probably be right around the same, right around the same record. I was like Stafford what had like seven interceptions in the last like three games or four games. He's had nine interceptions in the last three games. Nine. I think it's nine because he had six going into last night. Oh, so it's eight because he threw two last night. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Jeez. 
So he has yeah. eight in the last three games. Trying to find his season numbers. So why is, I hate pro football reference sometimes. Just give me the thing. Just give me the thing. There we go. 17 picks on the season? Yeah. He's tied with Trevor Lawrence, I believe. Holy bleep. Shit. Holy shit. <laughs> That's not good at all. Gee, I didn't know he had that much for the year. Jesus. Yeah. Him and Trevor Lawrence That's tied for really number one. That's really not good. Number one, baby. By comparison, let me look at Jared Goff real fast. Oh, we're staying here for a little bit. Sorry. So San Francisco got Kittle uh, rolling. Um, Debo Samuel. I heard uh, one of the talking heads, one of the Goff podcasts I listened eight. to. They also had they 19 said, touchdowns. They said that Debo Samuel around. should, they Reggie Bush, because he had to vacate his Heisman, should get, just give it to Debo Samuel. Because <laughs> Debo Samuel was overlooked in college and he might actually be one of the best NFL players. I don't even players. know where Debo Samuels went to college. Mrs. Uh, uh, not Mississippi, uh, Mizzou. Oh, did he really? Wow, that's why. No, I, I just said that with so much confidence. You, you believe did. me, but no, I have no idea. Conf- Damn, that was a hell of a touchdown right there. If that stands. Um, so uh, yeah, but we're gonna see what happens in the playoffs. But this game, this game was definitely epic, back and forth. Matthew Safford might have a Matthew Safford problem though. All right, and last but not least, you alluded to it a little no, bit earlier. Certainly least, certainly least. <laughs> They alluded to it a little bit earlier, but Big Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers beat Tyler Huntley in a ugly weather game. Only can be played by the AFC North, and they were South able Carolina to, drafted in the second round. Sorry. Okay, I was say I don't think it's going to. Um, and they were able to uh, get a chance to get into the playoffs, and they're in because of all the scenarios that played out, Brennan. How do you feel about this one? You seem a little sour. Yeah, I'm I'm pissed because Ben Roethlisberger looks terrible, but for some reason, not for some reason, because Mike Tomlin's probably one of the greatest coaches. You know, if Bill Belichick's not in the league, it's Mike Tomlin, who's there. Everyone's like, oh, you should win it every year. Coach of the year, blah, blah, blah. Um you want to talk about, we talked about it with Vegas being held together by duct tape and chewing gum. This team is a shell of its former self, but its defense is still good. And obviously Baltimore was playing without Lamar Jackson, former MVP. Uh, but this, uh, it was just, it was low. I mean, it's the game you want to see, I guess, in January, if you're a true football fan, low scoring run game, defense, defense, defense. But I cannot not from a, like, I don't like the guy from a moral standpoint, but I just, I can't watch Big Ben play anymore, man. It's so, dep- like, he throws a 10-yard out, and they're like, oh, Ben, he's coming back. And it's like, no, like, no, it's over, man. Like, I don't know. I just was disappointed all around with this game. And then the fact that Lamar couldn't be in there to, you know, show us what he can do um, really was disappointing because it was, you know, a, a playoffs on the line, all this kind of stuff had to happen. And for Lamar not to be there, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, so Ben also, had TJ only, Watt tying the record. It's so upsetting that he didn't bring it by the way um, of Ben's 44 attempts. Only 13 were above 10 yards. And only one was more than 20 yards. Um, yeah, it's the dink and dunk special at this point. 
Uh, I just don't like just, watching it. Yeah, it's it's the ugliest watch. And the problem is, like, he has a lot of skill guys who are like fast and whatever, and they can get downfield, but they're forced to play like a dink and dunk, like screen yeah, here, yeah, screen West there, Coast slant kinda... here, slant there. Um, and Ben can't move. Like, it's it's hard to watch, but they just keep winning, man. Defense and not turning the ball over or limited turnovers. Like they they just keep pulling it out. That's it. I've got nothing more to say. Yeah, nothing else. This game was a no, like I mean, it was game. It ah. was cool with TJ Watts. I mean, it's just. <clears throat> I will say Baltimore got robbed. I will say that. Um, if you were watching this game, there was a moment where, and I sent a message to like my boys when this happened, but uh, Latavius Murray broke off a good little. I it did was see like that. A, yeah, it was like a second and nine, and he broke off like a. 10, 11 yard run, and then they spotted it like two, three yards behind the the first down marker, and then they ended up having a three and out, and then on that next drive, Pittsburgh went down and scored. And I was like, what the hell? Like that was it was so bizarre. Yeah, that was I did see that because I, I I had this on the red zone before. Like I didn't go into work until about six, so I got to catch a lot of this game. And then uh but it's 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 one of those things where it was so like it just was not a memorable game because you're you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, well, I guess somebody has to win. The yeah. big thing for me was Lamar not being there was so kind of like it deflated the whole thing because yeah. I mean, Huntley's good. And we said it. I said it a couple not weeks ago. He's he's maybe like 70 percent Lamar, maybe. But at the same, like, I mean, he, he was good and he's got a chip on his shoulder. We talked about it, not getting invited to the combine and everything, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, but this is Lamar's team. They've built this entire team around Lamar. And I don't care how much your skill set is like Lamar. You're not Lamar Jackson. And so it was, it was just one of those things where, because he wasn't playing. And then as soon as I was like, when the Steelers were like putting together drives, I was like, I don't want to fucking see the Steelers win and get in the play. Fuck this. All right, playoff edition. Playoff edition. I'm mad you didn't give me any love for uh, putting the right home. I was just, I literally (laughs) just saw that because I was like, oh, we're doing the playoffs. So I looked at the matchups and then I was like, wait a second, you did the Las Vegas at, you even put the ampersand at Cincinnati. Las Vegas at, it's it's Chargers at. Huh? Charges no, no, no. I'm ta- I was talking about in the one more round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, I see it. I see it crazy. All right. No, All we're right. talking playoffs now, folks. First game up, Laws. We're going to go in the order the games will be played. So, first one up, Las Vegas versus Cincinnati. Be quick and get to it. Uh, it was a storybook run for Las Vegas. They really put things together, but... Cincinnati, we talked about it all year. They've been up and down and up and down, but I think they've got not only too much firepower, but I just I just think they're better. I think they're better than Vegas. One more round. All right. Buffalo against New England. Uh, this is a repeat. Not a repeat. I mean, it's the third time they're playing this year. It's going to be played again in Buffalo where New England won the game. Um, I think Buffalo will win this time because in the last couple of weeks they discovered a run game. 
uh, actually handing the ball off every Devin now and Singletary again. Singletary coming out of the so fucking nowhere. I think uh, with that, Mac Jones's inexperience. The I mean, both defenses are really good, so uh, I think the better offense will have to take the day, and I think that'll be Buffalo. One more round. All right, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. I am probably going to watch this game with some Philly fans up here in the great city of New York. But um, what's going on, Joe? You know I love you, Joe. You know I love you, but mm. I think Tampa Bay's just got too much, too much firepower. Uh, they don't even have AB anymore. Who <laughs> said that? What? Right. I know. And Davis, uh, their longest tenured defensive players out as well. The linebacker, middle linebacker. But uh, so you say there's I mean, a chance. They got Tom Brady. I mean, I know Philly's got Garner Minshew, so there's always a chance. But I, I think Tampa Bay wins this one. One more round. San Francisco in Big D. Um, this is this is probably the toughest of all the games to pick. Um, only because you don't know how good Garoppolo is going to be. He was, I mean, he's dealing with a nagging thumb injury and Dallas technically has one of the better defenses, uh, best in takeaways for sure. Um, you, you wouldn't, you, you couldn't really tell, uh, how good they were the other day because they decided to play their ones against twos, kind of like padding the stats there, padding the, uh, the film there. Um, we're not going to get into that. Uh, yeah, that was embarrassing. So I, I'm going to go with Dallas because they seem to have righted whatever offensive woes they've had by playing a number two team. Um, the best two games they had against were number two teams, uh, the Washington football team's ones and then the Eagles twos. So I, I think I think Dallas should be able to pull it out. One more round. All right, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City's going to light them up <clears throat> like a matchbook. Uh, the, Kansas City's defense has been overrated. Everyone's like, oh, their defense, they moved Chris Jones around and now the defense is unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that, Um, but I don't think Big Ben is going to be good enough to uh, win this game at all. And I think Kansas City is going to do what everyone keeps talking about they're going to do. And what I said they doesn't happen in the NFL. They're going to turn it on for the playoffs and I think they're going to roll them. One more round. All right, and last but not least, Arizona versus the Rams. This is also this is a very tough one as well. Um, if Kyler can beat Kyler, but we haven't seen Kyler beat Kyler in so many weeks. They lost that last game to Seattle, a Seattle team that had nothing to play for except pride at that point, um, and they just could not pull away from them. And But the Rams have been... Jekyll and Hyde for a lot of the, I mean, not even a lot of the season, but when they look bad, they've looked really, really bad. Um, they lost one of their games already at home this season to Arizona. So Arizona kind of has that, uh, that edge on them. So if Arizona's defense could show up, you know what? I'm going to say Arizona wins this game. How about that? How about that? I don't, I disagree with I, know, I just had to say something controversial. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brennan, the moment yeah. you've been waiting for. The moment you've all been waiting for. Number 11, Washington State, Clay Thompson was <sighs> back in the, in the lineup the other day. Brennan, how did you feel? 
Watching I was stoked. Game. Back in action against the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was at home. Uh, Clay uh, said that the roar of the fans made it all worth it. Uh, was super excited to be back. Played 20 minutes, scored 17 points. Just getting his bearings back. But I really think this is going to be like a big difference maker when it comes to moving forward. I mean, Golden State was already looking like one of the best teams in the West. I have them as the best team in the West. I have them going to the finals uh, this year and ha- getting Clay you back and seeing that he's yes, I do. That seeing that he's on record, seeing that he's still able to move and like get around and stuff. It, it was good to see. I was happy to see it. Yeah. He had a big thunderous jam. Um, like Brennan said, they haven't even lost 10 games yet. And we're well into December at this point. Uh, and you know, I think also January 10th, Joseph, I said December, didn't I? Sorry. We're well into January at this point. Um, yeah, t- obviously we're well into December if we're in January. Brendan, keep up with me. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think also the return of Clay also opens up space for Steph because Steph had a couple of stagnant games the last couple of weeks uh, over the last week or so. Um, and he was able to get back to scoring in bunches yesterday, the other night. So um, I'm happy to see Clay back. Yeah, he's one of the more lovable people in the NBA. He's just like a, a genuine nice dude. It appears. Um, again, I say it appears. Um, but with him, it seems like you, it seems real. So super high Q him. rating for sure. Yeah, super high Q rating for him. Um, so yeah, good to see him back. I think almost like a thousand days since he's been on the basketball court. Just about two crazy injuries. Nine hundred forty-one days, but who's counting? Um, but yeah, great to see him back out there. Um, yeah, that's all I can say, really. But Brennan, your other boy is back. No, this is your account, not mine. Your other boy is back, Brennan. Don't don't push him away. I don't push him. I know away. nothing. I didn't see any of this. Don't didn't look up any of the numbers. What happened? Kyrie made his return uh, after uh, brokering a deal with the team for him to be able to. Uh, playing road games and then immediately getting testing positive for COVID and have to go into protocol. Uh, he was finally make, made his return uh, to the floor in a game against the Indiana Pacers, Indiana, Indiana Pacers. And uh, he scored 22 points running. He, he looked like he didn't, he looked rocky to start the game, but I think he went scoreless in the first quarter, but from the second quarter on, he was pretty much efficient as he could be. Uh, didn't hit a lot from three, but their whole team is really it's funny to say their whole team is not really predicated on three ball. Um, Kevin Durant's been doing a lot of long twos this season. Um, but right after that, they had to go home and play the Milwaukee Bucks. No Kyrie because they're home and they lost that game. Yeah. And then they played one twenty one to one oh nine too. And then when what that game they was lost, the same score basically. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, almost. So they won one twenty nine to one twenty one, and then they lost one twenty one to one oh nine. Oh, and then the game after that, another home game, a two point overtime victory to the lowly Spurs. So it's. It really shows how much of a difference they are. And plus, they have a bad home record. Like, even beside, like, obviously, they don't have Kyrie there, but they have, like, a, they're like a 500 team at home, which is insane. They've been good on the road even before Kyrie got there. So, if this right trend, now, the, 
Go ahead. I don't want to timestamp this episode, but we're into the third quarter against the Trailblazers. This is at Portland. So Kyrie's playing. He already has 16 points. He's shooting 50% from three right now. Mm. So, yeah, uh, let me look at their home record because they're, they're like a, a 50-50 team at home, which is insane to think. You would never believe. You would never believe. You would never believe. Why would you believe that? Every team is better at home. This is going not be another injury. How many freaking cataclysmic injuries is going to happen in this game? They're 11 and 10 at home, 14 and 3 on the road. This is like the 10th injury that, Jesus H, man, these kids are breaking down. Well, it's like they're playing an extra game or something. Um, oh, are you talking about the national championship again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're, 10 and, they're 11 and 10 at home, 14 and 3 on the road. The road was not the problem. The home is the problem. And they don't get that benefit of having an extra premier player at home, at least for the foreseeable future. All right. Last but not least, Brennan. Yes. Our new favorite team. Yes, Memphis they are. Grizzlies. Uh, John Moran put out a quite a highlight with a big time two handed block where he smacked his face against the back. Boy got up. Boy got hops. Jesus H. Uh, they took out the Lakers yesterday. They took out the Lakers. Uh, is this the team? Is this the team nobody wants to see in the postseason, Brian? Uh, I think it's too early to tell on that. I mean, the, beating too the Lakers is awesome, but I don't. I mean, it's the Lakers. The Lakers are They're literally game like. Streak. In that Who, nine the games, they no, 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 Memphis. Oh, in that nine no, games, a, they beat the Suns, they beat the Nets, they beat. This is weird to say the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, that I was gonna say that is weird, <laughs> but they've also beaten the Clippers, the Pistons, the Spurs, and the Kings. So you let's be, not. You, you play who's in front. <laughs> you, you play, play who's, who's in front. Who's in front. Who's in front. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love, we talked about it last week, man. I love Memphis. I love what they're doing. They're number one in the Southwest division right now, but I, I don't know right now if we can say this is the team that everyone's going to fear in the playoffs, but I, I love what they're doing. Ja, that boy, that boy's got springs in his legs, man. Well, Did you the, see how high he got? He got super high. Again, I said he smacked his cheeks against the, his, against the backboard, um, but they'll have a Big test tomorrow. They will play. Yes, they will. The Golden State Warriors. So My Golden State Warriors. That'll be the game to watch out for. All righty. And on to the ice. Brennan, how have your lightning looked the last couple games? Oh, man. So, <laughs> Tampa Bay. So, we lost against the Bruins. I texted you about that. Uh, we... We're so up and down right now. So we've got a couple games that are postponed. Uh, the Devils game was postponed, but we literally it's win, loss, 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 win, win, loss. Like they're we're pretty high in the standings. We're 23, nine and five. But if you look at like the recent record from the last month or two, it doesn't seem I mean, other than like a five game win streak in there, it doesn't seem like we should be that good. Um. But like I said, we uh, did have the game against the Devils postponed, but we are going to be back in action, back on the ice, coming up against the Sabres. Uh, That'll be tomorrow by the time this airs. Um, But a couple injuries, two guys day to day. um, And then two guys that I'm not really aren't super in the lineup because I don't even know who they are. And I follow this team pretty well are out (laughs) with COVID. So we've got all of our starters playing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we're not crushing some of these teams, but. We'll see what happens. 
All right. Well, uh, the Panthers. Talk about your hand. cats, your ice cats. The ice cats. The ice cats. Like the Ohio State. One of the things I hate the most about that team. Anywho, uh, they took out the Calgary Flames last week. I just 6-2. started doing any well, and then he changed it to any Hoosen. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the. Oh, oh, oh. And that's the ball game. Um, and then they lost to the Dallas Stars 6-5 in OT, unless that flag is somewhere else. Uh, that flag is on the offense. Um, and then we took out the Hurricanes uh, 4-3 in OT. Um, if you remember, the hurric- Hurricanes were the team that I was the most fearful of a lot of last season because they had our number. We were beating everybody just about except the Hurricanes. So now that we're beating them with relative ease, um, that makes for a good good outlook. And we beat you guys with some relative ease at <laughs> that 9-3 game. I'm never going to forget. <laughs> Brennan, grab the table. Where are we? Quick hits. Oh, no, the table, man. Panthers leading. We're currently at the top of the table. Oh, 51-51 with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I was like, uh, what? And we still got two games in hand. Colorado Hurricanes. Are yeah, you're tied. You're, let's, Metro, let's fucking backtrack what you just said. You're two tied games in hand. with my Lightning. Two games in hand. You guys have played 37. We played 35. Points. We have the same amount of points with less, fewer games played. Uh, no, Carolina same Hurricane, amount of games played. 35-37. What you oh, I'm same sorry. I wins. Get, yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's where I got confused. All right, here we go. Hurricanes are tied with the Rangers at the top of theirs, but the Hurricanes have three games in hand. Damn, um, it's all East teams at the top. I'm looking at the standings for the entire league. It's one, two, three, four, four five, six. The Knights take the top of the West Coast. Oh, the Preds are West? All right. Yeah. Weird, right? Um, Like Memphis being in the West. What the fuck is that? If it isn't St. Louis is in the West, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because that's in the middle of the country. All right. Man, the Avs need to play more games. They only had 32 games. That, Jeez, that's insane. All right. Well, on to the quickets. And you'll be surprised how quick. And- quick! Mayman hits quick hit. All right. Since the game isn't over actually yet, let's talk about the coaches first. Oh, this game is over. But we're going to talk <laughs> NFL coaches first. Um. Joe, you had a couple of questions in here. We kind of yes. want to go back and forth with this one. So what's your biggest shocker when it comes to the removal of a coach? Um, I think we have the same one because it's the only yeah, one we that had, is yeah, a shocker. It's the only one that's a shock. <laughs> that was, it's the only one that's a shocker. Uh, blind for blind? Brian Flores getting canned after three seasons, two of which were winning seasons. Fun fact, Brennan, since Stephen Ross has been the owner, they've only had 12 winning seasons, two of which with Brian Flores. <laughs> And they of fired the three him. winning seasons. What was the reason? Did they give a reason? They really didn't give a reason. Um, things have been leaking out now that uh, there were a lot of people weren't seeing eye to eye. There was uh, uh, he wasn't getting along too well with the players. The mishandling of the Tua situation. They're trying to pin the Deshaun Watson thing on him now, even though I'm pretty sure earlier this year it was Stephen Ross that was trying to do all his due diligence to look into that. So it's a. It looks like they're just uh, CYOB at this point. Um, for yeah, getting rid of probably the best coach they've had since Don Shula, maybe. 
Yeah. And it's weird to me. I mean, obviously it's a shocker because you could point to all these little things, but the fact that, I mean, two out of the three years he had winning seasons and that, that team, when he got there was in a total rebuild, like a total rebuild. Exactly. And like, yeah, when you sit, when you put it out on paper, like, oh, he wasn't getting along with the players and the two situation and then the design, you, you know, they're blaming him for not getting Deshaun Jackson and da 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 da. Then, yeah, it's like, oh, well, I, I, or excuse me, yeah, Deshaun Watson. It's, it's, you can be like, oh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but still, it doesn't make sense to me because there's plenty of coaches who he hung on to their jobs. Nine, he went eight and one in his last nine games of the season. Yeah. And it was, it, that's, that's, him being let go was insane to me, but I mean, owners are going to do what the owners want to do, but yeah, that's the, that's the biggest shocker. And to me, the more shocking part to this is the fact that, and look, I'm the last person advocating for black people to lose their job, but how is he going to get fired and Chris Greer keep his job when he can't get an offensive line for the last 10 years? It feels like Miami hasn't had a respectable offensive line since Tannehill first got there. They still don't have an offensive line that's respectable. Tua had one of the best passer ratings this season, oddly enough, and he had the worst offensive line by statistics. And that doesn't fall on the coach. That falls on the guy picking the groceries. Yep. Can only work with what you got. Uh, I am disappointed. I think um, we were all about, we were all on that Byron Leftwood train, but now that Brian Flores is available, he's yeah. a defensive-minded coach. We've got the number one pick who's going to be a, the defensive edge rusher from Michigan. Oh, you're talking come about for the Jags? Yeah, come on I don't up, think baby. Brian Leftwich is going I – mean, I don't think Brian Flores is going to go to another shitstorm of an ownership situation. Yeah, that's – well, I mean, the owner's strong. It's the GM situation. And then the uh, – Are the owners strong? How many coaches have you had in the last 10 years? The owners – don't worry. We made an AFC championship game. And – what have you done when when did you win that Super Bowl? That was like 10 years ago. 2018. Oh, yeah. It was the year after. <laughs> um, but hey, we're talking about Doug Peterson. And we're too. back in uh, the playoffs. Uh, and we only yeah, missed the playoffs so I one think, season. I think Brian, you backed in last year. Don't even count that. I we think Brian last Flores, year. That's not the year I'm talking about. That's the year two we years didn't ago. Make the it. year that you backed in. Hey, man, you get um, in how you get in. All right? <laughs> get in how you get fit in. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> Let's. Uh, Let's talk about the uh, next one. Overdue. Who was overdue for being fired? You go first because I got a shocker overdue. on this. You got a shocker? Yeah. Man, all right. Um, long overdue. Now, I, I have two long overdues. I have one for this year, and then I have one just overall. Matt Nagy should have not been able to pick Justin Fields, let alone coach this entire season. He should have been let go well before then. Him and Ryan Pace. I don't know how they both were able to gamble away the future twice. They got extensions last year. I I don't know how they were able to gamble the future away twice to try to get a franchise quarterback. And they whiffed one time on Mr. Bisky. The the jury's still out on Justin Fields, but the Mr. Bisky one is the one you got to look at and just shake your head like, oh my gosh. They traded like what, three or four picks? I was say Nagy wasn't there for the picking of him, but Na- uh, Pace was and because Nagy was in uh, And Pace KC is the one still. who traded the picks. Yeah, but I would say but Pace was the one that did all the deals and everything. So yeah, traded all those picks to get Mr. Bisky over Deshaun Watson to person now, but what a prospect then. Uh Damn that! Now the game is over. Pat Mahomes, uh, who else was in that draft? Somebody else was in that draft, but skipped all. Of the, oh, this game is over. Over now. Pick six. Boom. 
Um, mine's Urban Meyer. He uh, should have <laughs> been fired. It took him 15 weeks to fire him. Should have been way sooner. Way overdue. Uh, Urban Meyer. And um, the other one for me is uh, Mike Zimmer. Overdue. Uh, oh this, yeah! From from the yeah, start of this, from true. the onset of this season, really from midway through last season when they were like floundering, um, it's like we've said a couple times, like they have all the surrounding talent and they keep doing bad. Like that, these two things aren't making any sense. So, yeah, that was long overdue for this season and last season to me. Um, and then last but not least, Brennan. Who do you think should have been yeah. fired? Um, so I don't looking at all the teams right now, this is going to kind of be a super duper hottie, hot, McHot hot take. Um, Pete Carroll. Mm. Uh, and I say that because when you look at, when you look, I think, well, yeah. And if you look at the landscape, I actually kind of looked into this. Uh, but when you look at the landscape of the NFL right now, all the teams that you would say immediately like needed to get rid of their coaches have. And some teams like the Miami Dolphins got rid of their coach when we didn't even think they needed to. But everyone else is either in their first or second year or they're an established coach that's doing well. The Pete Carroll situation, I think, just ran its course. I think he's a great coach. I think he's, you know, won national championships and won a Super Bowl. And he's a very good coach. I think it's just run its course in Seattle. He doesn't, he's a defensive minded coach, but he doesn't have a defense. I mean, Bobby Wagner is the only guy still there. Um, you know, he doesn't have pro like he's they try to get to JV and clowning, like they're not getting the prospects that they need. They're not they're not getting the guys in the building that they need. And I just don't think his coaching style and Russell Wilson mesh anymore. I think Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. He's a very good player. And he's like, I don't, I'm not going to do this bullshit offense that you want to run anymore with this run. And then maybe every once in a while, you'll let me throw the ball after off a of play action. So I think Pete Carroll's the answer. All right. Wow. Um, my answer is Joe Judge. The Giants. Okay. I, I figured that would be the, <laughs> the Giants. Uh, the Giants are a laughing stock in the division that is the NFC East. And don't forget, the Washington football team is in that division. So since he's gotten there, he's coming with this no-nonsense, hard-ass, oh, I'm one of Bill Belichick's disciple. And he's done nothing but lose. And he goes on these bloviating 13 minute long rants where he talks about oh players are still calling me to play for me guys are who have more money elsewhere want to come back and it's like change my answer i didn't think about joe judge joe judge dude you suck do you look at your team have you looked at your roster you have the wrong quarterback you didn't yeah i want to change my answer he was there prior saquon barkley not paying dividends whatsoever. We talked about all the receiving talent they added in the offseason from Kenny Galladay to Tooney. They had Slayton. They had Shepard. None of it. None of it has done anything. This week, oh, look at the kid crying. Uh, This week, they had their first receiver catch a touchdown since October. Brennan, we're past December, as yeah, you I saw pointed that. out to me. I saw that stat. We're in so, January. <laughs> I mean, well into January. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm shocked. And he, well, he had a couple of weeks ago where he said, we're not a clown organization or whatever. 
and we don't have people fighting on the sidelines. Coming after lines, my boys. Coming after Ron Rivera and them. Um, and then Ron Rivera oh, punched yeah. him in the mouth and they beat him. So, you know, funny end to the yeah, season. Yeah, that's there. true. I always think whenever anybody says clown now, because we dressed up in clown suits for Game clown 17, thing. I always think us. But anytime somebody says clown yeah, now, I want to change my answer to Joe Judge. did that this week. A hundred percent. hundred percent, Joe Judge. You are absolutely right. Pete Carroll, I still think, is going to get the, uh, I don't want to say the axe because he's old. And if he dies, that'll sound bad. But I think uh, he's going to be let go soon. more ceremonious let going than a Black Monday situation. Yeah, like, oh, amicable. We both came to the realization that maybe it's better if I just move on. He's going to get to retire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Speaking of. But I think he's run his course up there. Yeah, Joe Judge. Great answer. Quote, unquote, retired today. And. uh, Long overdue. Let's just say that. He tried to, to tell the world that he was the smartest man for picking Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones, whoo Look at that. Danny Dimes. Oh, everybody talking about how great he is. Ooh. Right now, who would you rather have? Gardner Minshew or Daniel Jones? Gardner Minshew. Yeah, didn't even hesitate, my man. <laughs> at least We're he looks delay, like he knows so he, how to he win. He really didn't hesitate. At least, at least Minshew yeah, knows, he does. looks Fuck like yeah. he knows how to win. Minshew mania. Jesus. At least if you're going to lose I, a Minshew, just, it's going to be fun. Point, yeah. I wanted to say uh, publicly for the record, I said this in the Discord, but I understand completely your frustration with your wide receiving core because I watched <laughs> the game that Minshew started and the drops. I was like, how the fuck? Do these guys play in the NFL? Jalen Rieger, a number one pick. Don't even want to talk about that guy. A first round He's one pick. of my least favorite. And then people. that one guy w- with the four names dropped yeah, the fucking touchdown. No one was around him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's oh my bad God. I was, I was texting you and I was like, I totally get your frustration. You and Kyle with this team. Anyway. All right. Well, as the time counts down, we can get to this now. Brennan, uh, the Bulldogs finally pulled it off. After yeah, years of the Georgia Bulldogs, yo, everything's coming up. Georgia national champions. Look at that! They finally uh, turn blue in the political sphere. The Braves win the World Series, and now the Georgia Bulldogs are going to beat the Falcons. Are, oh wait, wait a second. The Hawks were in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and yeah, yeah that and, was this year. Or no, that was last year technically. That was technically last year. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, a lot of that stuff was last year, technically. Um, yeah, so whatever. Anyway. Last 12 months, last 12 months. So, what was I saying? You threw me off. Oh, they're gonna Georgia. win the national everything's coming up, Georgia. Yeah, everything's coming up, Georgia. They're about to win the national yeah, championship. Congrats to the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia over Alabama. Nick Saban finally getting beat by one of his I disciples. Had that. You had that, yeah. When and where I said, Georgia, I was like, there's no way. On the show, I said there's no way that Georgia's going to lay down again because they got blowed out by Bama last time. There's no way that's going to happen again. Oh, okay. Well, it looked like they were about to. And then a uh, big pass. By I know. That final score is not what that game was. That is not what that, that game. This was a painful watch for three, for three quarters in like five minutes. And then all hell broke loose in the fourth quarter, basically. Yeah, when there was there was like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it was nineteen eighteen, and then Georgia wins thirty three to eighteen. I would say I think at the start of the fourth, it was it may have been late in third or start of the fourth. It was still nine to six, and then Georgia finally yeah. got a touchdown. 
to make it 13. And then that's when the game started rolling, like late in the third quarter, I believe. But um, yeah, this was a Georgia finally got together. I will say, though, even though Georgia was down for uh, pretty much the yeah, they were down for the whole first half. Um, their defense looked to be the better of all the position groups out there. Uh, Bryce they Young looked like the defense not, they were supposed to look like. Bryce Young could not get a clean pass off to save his life, and the only time he did one time he did, and then the receiver basically his knee exploded on him um, in the open field. Um, but yeah, so uh, oh man, that just reminded me. Uh, Random break into coverage here. If you're, own, I just want to say this right now. If you're an owner of an NFL team, never go to the sideline before the game is over. Dean Spanos, you are yep. the jinx. Everyone knows that. You ruined the Chargers' chance. Well, we all learned that from uh, Arthur Smith in when Arthur Atlanta. Blake went down on the field. Like, Dean Arthur Spanos, Blake, yeah. why would you do it? Anywho's Um, Georgia, what was I saying? Oh, Georgia's defense did not let Bryce Young have a clean pocket to save his life. Whenever they got into the red zone, Georgia, Alabama just stopped trying to throw the ball. They tried to run the ball, and Georgia was just stuffing that at every turn. And the, the pivotal turn in this game was the block field goal by Georgia. After that, Georgia broke off a big run to get a touchdown. That kind of started the avalanche. So. Well, that's what we talked about, too, was that, uh, I mean, I remember talking about it on here with you, that Georgia's defense, like that nobody scored more than 17 points. So when Alabama put it on them in a big, bad way, 41. that's why I was saying, like, I don't think I think that's got to be a fluke. Like, that's not going to happen again. That's that's where I was going with that. And so Georgia's defense looked like Georgia's defense. Good for them. I'm happy after our discussion we had last week about college football. I'm happy that at least Alabama, I mean, it had to be an SEC team. At least it wasn't Alabama. I believe it's now what twelve of sixteen uh, champions have now been in the SEC because it was guaranteed after this game because both teams. Um, but this this uh, look as much as I've shit on college football of late, um, I want the other schools to be better because I'm tired of seeing this game. Like I don't I don't I hate watching these yeah. these games. Like I want Miami to be good. I want uh, I'm not going to say Ohio State. I want Michigan to be better. I want I hate Oklahoma. Uh, eh, don't have an issue with Texas, really. Um, I want USC. I want UCLA. I want Oregon. I want all those. You're in teams Dallas. You want SMU? Come on, baby. Yeah, if they bring back the Pony Express, maybe. Um, I want all those schools to be better. I don't want to watch Alabama, Georgia every fucking year. So, and then a mix in Auburn or LSU or hopefully Florida never gets there again, so I can never have to talk to my friends about that. Um, but yeah, so I want the, I want the talent disparity to the talent gap to get smaller and smaller. Um, but I mean, you're going to have to treat it like professional sports. That's what these teams are doing. You think, you think their boosters aren't paying these kids to come to these schools? Like, come on now. Straight cash, homie. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. All right, like we said, we're going to forego the walk-offs because we had a jam-packed talk of football. So, Brennan. Yeah. Plug away. 
<laughs> um, I also do comedy. Check out the website, brennantcomedy.com. Upcoming dates. Uh, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I have all sorts of people on. Comics, actors, musicians. <clears throat> Joe's been on there a few times. Hey, and uh, we talk about them, their lives, and then uh, their best and worst drinking party, drug, getting in trouble kind of stories. It's a lot of fun. It's called ex-drinking buddy. Also, <clears throat> follow me on all social media at Brennan T. Comedy. Um, it's what it is everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. It's all at Brennan T comedy. Follow the show at cheering press on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find all the other shows at a new low.co Joe. Uh, random news break here. Uh, Scott Van Pelt had a heart scare, uh, but he's doing well. Uh, so shout out to Scott Van Pelt. We won't see him tonight on the broadcast. Because of said heart scare. Um, so yeah, uh, I love Scott. So I just got nervous as hell when I saw that. Um, you can check yeah, me out on Twitter and Instagram. Huh? I said you freaked me out too. Uh, Scott Van Pelt, when it was the SVP and Rosillo show, man, that got oh, me yeah. through jail. <laughs> what a sense. Uh, Joe Dorval on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> joedorval.com. If you want to check out my merch or my music under the moniker headphone, Joe No Ona E, that's TV and TV season two are the albums. Um, you can check out this show at Cheering Press on Twitter and Instagram. Brennan may have said said that, but I got distracted by. Uh, I did say SVP. all that because you were distracted by the, the game. SVP news. No, it was the SVP news at that point that I was reading. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I know you said check out a new low.co and all that good jazz. So Brennan, let's take it to bed. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out Bob Saget. Rest in peace. Who you rolling with Bob? Look at, look at Bob Saget. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.